This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And so we get to it with our panel here on a glorious afternoon for talk radio at this time every weekday afternoon on The Oakley Show. We drill down on topics worthy of discussion. Joining us in-house today, Alyssa Freeman, who's a PR and pop culture media expert. Hello, Alyssa. Hello, John. It's a sizzling day. For oh, talk radio. Very nice. Kevin Gadet, president of Bright Point Strategy, formerly of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. How's Kev? I am great today. Thanks, Johnny. I attended the swearing-in ceremony of MPP Andrea Kanjan today, and it was a, a really, really cool event because it's, it's a, they're new MPPs. They're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and, and she's got a great future. It was, it was, it was really cool. And this is before they all get cynical and negative. I was just going to say, jaded to be set in. Too when? early, too early for that. So it was quite a, quite a kind of a kind of a moving thing. Well, the fact that you use the term "cool" twice uh, <laughs> when it's twenty-eight degrees outside, and sizzling. Yes, it was sizzling. sizzling. There you go. We've got like the two extremities, and finally, Rocco Rossi, the CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. How you doing, Mister Moderate? And we now have half of the redo of the Battle of Asian Corps. The French won. We're waiting on the English versus the Croatians. It's Whoa. all over. It's going to happen, right? Uh, well, if the Croatians have something to say about it, it could be the surprise upset of the tournament. Man, uh, but a good In squad. In a tournament only. filled with surprises. So. Yes, indeed, sir. Uh, without, without the longbows. <laughs> well... <laughs> Hard to say, you know. Have you seen those hooligans when they when they beat Sweden? The oh, English hooligans went and trashed tough, tough tonight. To get the no, they didn't trash it. They didn't trash it. They went through it singing and jumped on a few beds, but oh. they don't think they trashed it because okay. they would have to put it back together anyways. And that's all what right. IKEA is about. Right? Do they have enough Allen keys? That's, that's right. The it was all good. Would only irritate them that much more. I know how frustrated <laughs> I get with that stuff. All right, here's another frustrating aspect, and I want you guys to address this. Now, people are coming into the city these asylum seekers but doug ford the other day when he was saying this was a mess that justin trudeau created called them illegal border crossers and so the immigration minister federally ahmed hassan said uh, it's offside to be calling them illegal border crossers and andrea horvath was just with us leader of the official opposition here in the province saying that this is divisive language it's inappropriate inappropriate <laughs> kevin what are you snickering Sorry. about <laughs> they're idiots <laughs> they're breaking the law well, of course this- it's illegal so we're going to call it illegal. Why, why shouldn't we? I, 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 I can't get over this kind of hug-a-thug crap. You know, you, you, we want to keep them. We want to have them have access. And these people aren't thugs. Aren't thugs, yes. Thank but, you. But the, but the point is, when, when people break the law, we now have these, these lefties who are saying that we can't say that they broke the law. And I just find that, that, that this, this torture of the English language to suit their political narrative is just bizarre to me. All right. Uh, how are you, Rocco? I mean, it is the semantic argument kind of gets silly, doesn't it? Uh, it does get silly. There is a serious point um, here because we we are signatories to an international agreement that when uh, someone arrives in a safe country uh, can apply for refugee status. And until that is heard and processed, it's not illegal. The problem is these are people who are transiting, who have arrived in the U.S. and then come to a, which a is Canadian, another international that treaty is, that we're signatories to. And that to. is that is where 
that is where to uh, to Kevin's point, it becomes illegal because they need to be processed in the first safe country and. Despite all of the uh, all of the pain and anguish around the, the the children issue, the United States remains a safe country vis-a-vis us and vis-a-vis the rest of the world, and therefore it needs to be processed there. And anyone who then comes in regular ports, our airports and so on, direct from a country um, where they they are claiming refugee status from, that's not a safe country then the law is on their side and they need to be processed effectively. Well, and so we understand how the game is played, but it's the language here where it's being misused, as uh, Kevin explicitly said. And as I pointed out to Andrea Horvath, there's certain clarity in calling them illegal border crossers. What's the pejorative there? Well, here's the thing. Nobody wants to be that person. Nobody wants to be the person, the bad person, to call these people really, really bad people. Because especially if you're from the NDP, and according to the way Andrea Horvath is, she is going to call that divisive, which is Kevin's favorite word Well, the feds are calling it the same thing. They're upbraiding Doug Ford for basically stating a truth to be self-evident. And it's going to be interesting how the optics of that play out. So it's the same thing as calling uh, Toronto a sanctuary city. And it's the same thing as calling people bad people, bad illegal border crossers. So, you know, by upbraiding people and saying, no, you're a bad person for not accepting these people, it puts a different, it tries to put a different spin on that narrative. However, it depends that, you know, now that Doug Ford has been voted in, do people believe his rhetoric and believe his narrative and call these people for what they are? All right. I'm sure. Which isn't to take, sorry, what the NDP and the federal liberals are trying to do clearly is distract from the content of the issue, which is an important challenging content problem of their own making, to be fair. They, They open the doors to anyone, be they illegitimate immigrants uh, or refugee applicants, uh, and they need to be processed before we can determine which of those they are. <clears throat> and now we have shelters overflowing as a result of our uh, open-door policy. And because they have no plan to deal with that, they want to change the conversation to whether or not the appropriate label has been put on these people who are illegally crossing through unauthorized ports. And the other fact that I think, sorry, John, that has been buried is that they've also, the feds are letting in a lot less people who have been applying for visitor visas. And a lot of them are students and a lot of people, and and, and they're legitimate people who want to come in as visitors. And yes, some of them do try and get legal status while they're here. But I heard that the percentage is way down, and I think it's just trying to offset everything else that has happened. Well, there there are limits that are set on visitors and immigrants and even refugees that we're able to take in because there are budgetary impacts. Those are, you know, it's kind of like the rationing of healthcare in a way. The fact is there's a limited amount of money. And, and we have to make decisions about those quotas. And when these people come in illegally, they jump the queue and they push other people down the queue and therefore properly uh, accredited individuals making applications or families are the people who suffer. Right. By the way, there was an interesting op-ed in The Sun today uh, by, I guess it's a law student at the U of T. How's the illegal U.S. migrants in community centers of Toronto liberal MPs in the tonier <laughs> neighborhoods like, uh, you know, St. Paul's, which is Forest Hill, and then you've got Rosedale University. Uh, and so that's Christian Freeland. And uh, so the point is that... Uh, they can talk the big game, but until it's actually visited upon you. The sanctuary city thing is another issue. Here in the city of Toronto, it was a rather overwhelming vote in 2013, 37 to 3, to uh, deem Toronto a sanctuary city. 
there's uh, an experience you're seeing in the states as well with such cities where they do become attractive to folks who know they're not going to be asked about their status and there's no risk that they'd be deported or whatever but it could also be a magnet for such and including asylum seekers do you think that there's maybe a downside to being a sanctuary city wrong the single biggest downside to being a sanctuary um, city is in the in in the demand to not ask and to not quantify uh, you're then in a position where you can't plan and you can't budget because what is the number? We don't know because the officials aren't allowed to to ask. Well, how stupid is that? I mean, yes, I'm a believer in the Good Samaritan principle. I'm a believer in helping where we can, but let's do it with facts um, so that we can properly process people and we can plan for it. It's one thing to say. It's another thing to pay. Without the numbers, you can't do it. All right. Uh, rather emphatic. That answers my question. Let's come back. I've got other topics worthy of discussion for our panel. Alyssa Freeman, Kevin Gadet, and Rocco Rossi. In moments on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Discuss some of the pressures we're facing in our shelter system as a result of uh, the refugee and, and asylum claimants. And I think that, um, you know, we will have those discussions. And I'm absolutely confident that we can work uh, together on all of these issues because it's in our mutual interest to do so and it's in the interest of the people.